Welcome to episode 73 of the official Average Boy Podcast. I'm Jesse, editor of Focus on the Family Clubhouse Magazine. And I'm Bob Smiley, a.k.a. Average Boy, a.k.a. the Jolly Joking Jester of Joy. You know, that's a nickname that I totally agree with, and I actually understand it, because some of the names you give yourself just leave me clueless. Uh, But you're always joking and spreading joy, so I'm guessing that's the theme of this episode? Oh, it is. Well, sort of. And today's story actually starts with a phrase that you probably hear a lot, Jesse. Oh, l- l- let me guess. Hmm. Something I hear a lot. Um, well, I hear keep it down quite a bit because I get really loud in the office when I play foosball. <laughs> and, of course, I hear, you know, get over. The left lane is the fast lane. A lot as well because people in Colorado drive really aggressively. Oh, you know, Texas is the same way. In fact, last week, there was a car behind us on the road, and the driver was, like, honking his horn, and he was yelling at us to get off the road. Wow, that's very rude. Uh, Was your mom or or dad driving? Oh, neither. Uh, It was Billy and me. And and to be fair, my bike had a flat tire. You know, I I was pedaling as fast as I could, but Billy added a lot of extra weight. Uh, Hang on. Why were you riding a bike with a flat tire? You know what? I'm not going to let you distract me because I'm liking this guessing game. You said something I hear a lot. No, I said something you probably hear a lot. Oh, right, right. Probably hear a lot. Oh, uh, I hear Jesus loves you. You know, people at church say that to me all the time. Oh, I hear that one too. Actually, most people tell me Jesus loves you and I'm really trying. (laughs) I'm not sure what that last part means. Well, let's not spend time trying to figure that out. So, hmm. I don't know. You know, I give up. What's a phrase that you think I hear a lot? That's not funny. Now remember, Jesse, I said you probably hear that a lot. I didn't say you definitely do. Well, safely worded wordplay there, A.B. I think you'd make a great lawyer. I will have order in this court. Ah, thanks. But loud hammering really scares me. Anyway, my story started with me hearing that phrase, That's not funny. Oh, and we actually were in a car driving at the time. Oh, so my traffic sidetrack story was actually a nice segue back to your story. Uh, no, not really. We were, we were in a car, Jesse, not a segue. <laughs> Why do you always bring up those two-wheeled self-balancing machines? Uh, no, you, well, a seg... Okay, just tell us your story. <laughs> okay, so like I said, it started with my dad shouting... That's not funny. Now, that doesn't sound like the start of a story. You know, it sounds more like you're in the middle of one. Oh, okay. Um, so, like I said, it middled with my dad shouting, That's not funny. <laughs> is that better? Uh, sure. Yeah, let's just go with it. Okay, and here's the thing. My dad is rarely wrong. However, this was one of those rare times. Everyone else in the car was laughing hysterically. So, you know, it was obviously funny. Okay, well, if I wasn't confused before, I am now. I don't know who was talking or what was said that made your dad say what he did, and I don't know where the story takes place or who is involved. You know, 
I'm an editor. I want details, Bob. So also, uh, does this story even have a message or a point to it? You know, we like to encourage our listeners while telling them funny stories. Oh, this one has a great lesson. Actually, this was a lesson I had to learn the hard way. You see, um, well, you know, humor is a funny thing. Would you agree? (laughs) Well, yes. Uh, Hopefully, if it's done right, humor should be a funny thing. Right. But you have to know when to tell a joke or when to try to be funny. And, you know, it's not always the right time. Oh, I like where this is headed. Figuring out when to say something funny or when to throw in a joke is very important. Uh, For example, I have tons of Jesse jokes, but I try to find the appropriate time to throw one in. Right. So, you know, for instance, you know that a good time to not throw in a Jesse joke is when we're recording or when we're not recording an episode of our podcast. Wait. When we're recording or not recording? Uh, That's all the time. If I followed that rule, I'd never tell a Jesse joke. Exactly. Oh, I'm so glad we agree on that. Well, if it makes you feel any better, there were two times already today that I thought of a Jesse joke, but I didn't throw it in because I was hoping you were getting to your story. Oh, awesome. You know, I think I speak for everyone when I say, let's keep that streak alive. Anyway, knowing when to be funny is just as important as knowing how to be funny. Right. I think you've written about this in Clubhouse Magazine before. Uh, Didn't you have some situations where it wasn't the right time to try and be funny? Oh, yeah, I did. Like that one time when the emergency sprinklers went off in science class. Do you remember? Uh, yeah, that, that, that sounded pretty scary. Uh, was there a fire or something that made them go off? Well, my memory is pretty bad, but I think somebody turned the flame on his Bunsen burner up way too high. Uh, somebody? Hey, I'm somebody. Anyway, I decided to make a joke to relieve the stress. You know, water was pouring all over us, so I said, hey, look on the bright side. None of us will have to shower tonight. Anyone want to help build an ark? (laughs) Well, that was funny, but uh, was it the right time to tell a joke? I mean, that's the question. By the way, if you need to build an ark, I know a guy. (laughs) Know a guy. I get it. Oh, I do get it. You're you're actually showing us another example of when it's not appropriate to try and be funny. (laughs) Well done. Well, I have another one. You want to hear it? No. Okay, yes. (laughs) Okay, do you know why Noah had so much difficulty fishing on the ark? Oh, um, oh, he could only catch fishes in twos. (laughs) Well, uh, no, it's because he had only two worms. Oh, I like mine better. Well, I like your story so far, so please continue. Oh, okay, cool. So, everyone laughed at my shower and ark joke. Well, everyone except for my science teacher, who was busy scraping water off his desk uh, and working on his frowning. You know, pardon the pun, but my science teacher can be a real wet blanket sometimes. Nice. However, it sounds like that was a time when you shouldn't be making jokes, especially if you caused the bad situation to begin with. Yeah, that that was kind of my point, Jesse. But sometimes a joke or something funny can really be powerful and help the situation. Oh, you remember last year when Billy was super nervous about getting braces? No, oh, I do. You know, braces can be really painful. In fact, I saw a deer in our backyard that really needed braces. Wait, what? How, how would you know a deer needed braces? Oh, it was easy. Uh, he had buck teeth. 
Anyway, I knew Billy was really worried, so on the day of his appointment, I walked into the orthodontist waiting room. I was dressed as a giant magnet. A, a giant magnet? I don't get it. <laughs> well, I said... Looks like you're stuck with metal in your mouth and me as a friend. <laughs> Billy totally cracked up, and all of a sudden, he wasn't that scared anymore. We then sat there making braces jokes until it was his turn to go in. Oh, I actually told him that once he got his braces on, he'd probably change his music taste to more heavy metal. <laughs> okay, that's great. And, and speaking of great, um, what does an orthodontist do on a roller coaster? Ooh, okay, I don't know. He braces himself. <laughs> okay, that was a funny one. I've got a few more. You know, I think we're good. The point is, Jesse, humor can be a great thing. However, sometimes it's just not appropriate. Oh, once I made a woman laugh really loud in a crowded room. She looked kind of bored and a little sad, so I wanted to cheer her up, so I made her laugh really loud. Oh, uh, wait, why was that bad? Well, the rest of the people at the wedding ceremony, uh, they seemed really annoyed, especially those two people up front. And actually, that was the first time that my dad gave me his talk about when it's appropriate to be funny or not. I tried to tell him that I just couldn't help it. I, I told him, you know, God made me to be naturally hilarious. And what did he say? He told me I could be hilarious all alone, and then he sent me to my room when we got home from the wedding. Wow, you know, that is the perfect example of when it's not appropriate to try and be funny. So, speaking of your dad, can we get back to your original story when your dad said, That's not funny. You know, what was going on? Oh yeah, okay, so we were stuck in a traffic jam on our way to baseball practice, and dad was already really upset because, um... Well, we were sort of late leaving the house. And why were you late leaving the house? That's a great question. We had planned to leave early, but two things actually slowed us down. You know, I, I love my dad, but he takes forever to put on his seatbelt. Seriously, he'll get in the car, he'll check his rearview mirror, he'll plug in his phone, he'll make a sandwich, adjust his tie finish the sandwich. It takes forever. Well, okay, and uh, what was the other thing that slowed you down? Because I have a feeling it involves you. Oh, speaking of, before I forget, we got a great question from one of our listeners that actually goes with all of this. Check this out. Sometimes me and my friends get into big fights at school every once in a while. What should I do when that happens? I thought this was a great question and something that we all deal with from time to time. Jesse, you got any thoughts about fighting with friends? I do have some thoughts, and that is a really good question. But don't think, Bob, I'm going to forget about how you slowed your family down from leaving the house. Uh, but as far as fighting with friends goes, uh, the Bible gives us some great guidelines on this. First, we need to always lead with love in any relationship we have. The Bible says people will recognize that we're Christians by the way we treat them. Uh, also, we are called to forgive others just as God has forgiven us. So with those two things in mind, it really comes down to what the fights are all about. That's exactly right. Are your friends attacking your faith in Jesus or putting down who you are as a person or, or what you believe? If that's the case, you may need to find new friends. But if it's just a difference of opinion over, like, what ice cream flavor is the best or favorite sports team, then it's easier to come to a compromise and stay friends. 
Just as long as everyone agrees that mint chocolate chip is best. Right. But you obviously mean Rocky Road. Uh, no. Mint chip. Rocky Road. Wow. You know, it is easy to get in fights with friends. You know, as sinful people, it's easy to argue over, you know, silly things. Uh, mint chocolate chip. Uh, but like Jesus said in Matthew chapter 5, verse 9, Blessed are those who make peace. They will be called children of God. And I like what the Apostle Paul wrote in Romans chapter 12, verse 18. It says, If possible, live in peace with everyone. Do that as much as you can. I mean, those are wise words. <laughs> he was probably eating Rocky Road when he wrote it. Anyway, hopefully you've picked good friends and you can talk to them about what the fight is really about. Yeah, you know, talking with each other and understanding where the other person is coming from goes a long way with fixing a fight. Uh, but like you said, choosing good friends is important too. King Solomon warns us in Proverbs chapter 22 to not be friends with angry people with bad tempers uh, because we might start acting like them. That's why Billy and I will always be friends. Uh, we do fight, but it's over silly stuff. Oh, like one time Billy and I got in a fight over who got the blue spray can. And neither of us wanted the red one. Uh, wait, uh, why were you fighting over the blue spray can? Well, my hair looks way better blue than red. <laughs> I'm sorry I asked. Anyway, that was a silly fight, and Billy and I realized that we should compromise. So each of us sprayed our hair half red, half blue. So here's my advice. If the fights are over silly stuff, I suggest you just tell them that. Say, look, we're friends and this is silly. Let's not fight over this. And keep in mind, God wants us to show love and forgiveness to others. You know, as long as they aren't trying to make you do something that goes against God. However, if they are trying to get you to do something bad, you should just make peace and then find better friends. Well said. You know, I would like to add... Uh, wait, wait, hang on. I, I almost forgot the rest of the story you were telling before we got to that question. So let's get back to that. What was the other reason you were late to baseball practice? I was really hoping you'd forget about that. Uh, come on, Bob. Okay, the other reason we may, let's focus on the word may, we may have been late. And you know what? It's hardly even worth mentioning because I'm very sure we were late because of my dad's sloth-like seatbelt clicking. I mean, A.B., you're, you're stalling. Okay, fine. All right. We also spent 30 minutes looking for my baseball glove. But that's not the main point of the story. The real story started after we were stuck in traffic. Well, those details about why you were late does help explain why your dad wasn't exactly in a laughing mood. Yeah, I can't argue with that. I anyway, we sat on the road, a road, by the way, that now felt more like a parking lot. I could tell my dad was tense, so I decided to calm him down by singing a song. Uh, does singing usually help? I don't think my dad likes music. I started ad-libbing this cool traffic song, which I thought was pretty good. Oh, you know what? I'll do some for you. Oh, the wheels on the car aren't moving, and our attitude aren't improving. We need to just go, go, go. Let the traffic start to flow, flow, flow. Jesse. Why, why, why did you take your headphones off? I, I was going to do another verse. Oh, yeah, I just had a little uh, itch here behind my ear. Uh, but I think we're good on the song. So singing wasn't quite the hit you thought it would be. Not at all. That's actually when my dad snapped. He, he turned around to look at me and my brother in the back seat. He could safely do that, by the way, since, you know, the car wasn't moving. <laughs> the traffic was really bad. Anyway, he said, 
That's it. No singing. Just sit there. Sit there holding your baseball glove, uh, the baseball glove that may get duct taped to your hand if you lose it again. I want total silence. I'm talking complete quiet. I don't want to hear a peep. Oh, no. Uh, please don't tell me you did it. I, Jesse, I couldn't help it. I, A tiny peep came drifting out of my mouth before I could stop it. It, it was funny, but... It wasn't respectful. You know, sometimes my humor can be a blessing and a curse. Anyway, it was a good lesson, and I thought I should remind our listeners that it's not always important to be funny. There's a time and a place. I couldn't agree more. Uh, Humor can build relationships, but it can also hurt them if it's not appropriate, like jokes that put people down or, or make fun of the way they look. Right. As followers of Jesus, our humor should reflect that. Jesus said some funny things in the Bible, but his humor wasn't hurtful or sarcastic. And it was always appropriate. Uh, Speaking of appropriate, this is a good time to end the episode, but before we sign off, I have to know, where did you find your baseball glove? Well, that was kind of a funny thing as well. It turns out my glove was in my backpack on my back the whole time we were looking, which, again, I thought was funny, but my dad did not. Maybe my dad doesn't like music or comedy. I don't think that's the takeaway from this adventure you guys had. And speaking of adventures, this is the end of ours for today. Just remember, the official Average Boy podcast is a presentation of Focus on the Family. Uh, Also, if you haven't heard our other episodes, you can go back and listen to all of them at averageboy.org. At that website, you can find links to subscribe to Focus on the Family Clubhouse magazine, where you can read a new Adventures of Average Boy story every month. And you could also click on the link to the Focus store to buy Average Boys devotional books, Devotions for Super Average Kids, books one and two. Or you can get my new book, Average Boys Above Average Year. All three books are filled with lots of laughs. Uh, Speaking of lots of laughs, we like to laugh, and we'd love to hear more of your jokes or questions. You can message us at averageboy.org by clicking on the Ask Average Boy link, or you can call us and leave a message at 1-888-465-6595. Just make sure to get your parents' permission before you call. You can also leave a comment or question that we might use on a future episode. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. I'm Bob. And I'm Jesse, telling you, mint chip is the best. And don't be average. Be super average, even if it's a rocky road. He's